All right. What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episodic discussion. Tonight, we will be talking about the Dead Space games. Um, so I guess uh, we're going to start with introductions. First, I will introduce myself. I'm Captain Chaos, co-host of the TCP. Um, and I'm just going to go on down the line here. Uh, Brandon, if you want to introduce yourself. Yes, I can. What's up, everybody? It's... Oh, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, very good. I'll say, what's up, everybody? This is Sinister Magic 514. And yeah, I'm going to give you the worst type of candy possible. Fruit. You give you all fruit? No, letters. <laughs> that's that's worse, because that's, that's right. I can't eat letters. I can't read. Well, you can try. <laughs> Ed edible letters. Um. Anyway, next we have uh, Reapers. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, you know who it is. I'm here for this spooky, very spook edition of the uh, discussion. Too spooky for you. Very spooky. Um, and next on the list, we have Journeyman John. Hey, guys. I'm pretty new here, so we'll see how it goes, I guess. Awesome. Um, and last but not least, we have Renegade Operative. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying your spoopy Halloween. Um, we're going to jump right in into this uh, Necromorph discussion, so I'm pretty pumped about it. We're not Nintendo. <laughs> we're not spoopy. <laughs> oh my God. Remember when they did that shit? Yeah, I do. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, sorry. So, um, but yeah, I got, do you want me to start off with just a random question? Uh, you can do question number one. All right. Um, what was your first experience with the Dead Space franchise, and what were your thoughts upon playing it for the first time? Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, on my first experience with it was just playing the first game. Uh, I didn't really think too much of it at the time. It just kind of felt like I remember I described it as basically Resident Evil Four in space, and that's pretty <laughs> much what it is. Like it kind of feels like that because it's like you know it's an action horror game with a space setting and uh you know it's silent protagonist uh but it's uh it was a good game it was fun i enjoyed it uh but you know it's uh they're good games so that's really all i have to say about my first experience with it can i go next sure <clears throat> go ahead well uh, my experience is my friend introduced me to the first game uh, he was playing on xbox uh he said he got in the in the game that he said that banned him from playing the game until he got into that point. So I don't know sure he beat the game by now or not, but I got my hands on Dead Space when it was, um, I think it was free or PS Plus or something. I remember playing in all for PlayStation. I never got, I got lost. So, yeah. All right. Uh, my no, if not last year. Oh, you're done. oh sorry. It was until last year. Um, I got the first two games on Steam, so yeah, that's pretty much it. No, uh, I think it's done. Uh, <laughs> my experience with was with it was I was like following it when they were showing it off on E3. I was actually really excited for it. I actually played the demo when it came out for that one stage. I think it was the engine room. Um, and I thought it was really cool. I liked the uh the visuals. I like the idea of, you know, you're stuck in a spaceship with a bunch of fucking mutant things and the only way to kill them was to cut off the limbs. I thought that was really uh, interesting and uh, unique in my opinion. The weapons were really cool too. I really enjoyed playing it. 
but uh yeah i mean i heard about it i saw trailers for it and i thought it was really cool and i just dug in that's pretty much it all right so... yeah it's oh, oh go ahead, sorry yeah go ahead. <laughs> i was gonna say uh, it was the same for me uh where i was watching like the preview coverage for it and like the first thing i remember seeing is that like the room where they got like the monsters that are like circulating the air and you have to like go around and kill them i think that was like in the e3 demo or something but uh my first time playing it i rented it for the 360 and like college and my friend watched me play it and i played through the game during that and then like i actually got it for the pc later so that was that was my first experience with dead space uh my first experience was actually i think i just heard of the hype like people were very excited saying oh here's this space game that does survival horror so you know that concept alone that pretty much hooked me into it um once i heard about the first game i managed to buy it like greatest hits no problem and it was very great i, I love the atmosphere um what they were presenting the weapons the whole fact that um you have to totally delim the enemy in order to kill them i thought that concept was really interesting um it was a while before i got into the sequel uh death space 2 um but a lot of people were giving that high review saying it was a great follow-up to death space 1 uh so i picked that up and then we hit death space 3 which was you know kind of a step down but we'll talk about that later hit on this. yeah we'll talk about that later but um overall my experience with the franchise has been positive uh it's been a very just unique take on survival horror um and the fact that they put in so many new elements like crafting and um how you customize your weapons and uh how the segments actually work with each other is a pretty good video game series and i would recommend it to anyone yeah um, so, does somebody want to read off the next question? I'll do it. All right. Oh, All right. never mind. Sorry. I'll read number two. Uh, what was your favorite weapon in the entire series? For me, it was the uh, the first weapon you get, which is, I believe, just the cutter, the plasma cutter. That was the best. For me, it was the best weapon in the damn game because if you upgraded it to max, you're pretty much unbeatable and to be honest, most of the uh, ammo you would get from enemies were the uh, the regular pistol ammo. So you were always uh, fully stocked. Yeah. I think my favorite was also the plasma cutter. I also really liked the line gun, too. Uh, the line gun was really efficient for certain types of enemies, especially, like, the ones that crawl. Uh, the line gun is really good for taking out both of their limbs at once. Uh, but, yeah, the plasma cutter is also is probably the weapon you're going to end up using the most because you get the most ammo for the plasma cutter. And, yeah, that was probably my personal favorite. Second favorite, I would guess, is just, you know, line gun. I did really also like the plasma, the uh, the rifle. Uh, that um, I use that quite a bit, too. The pulse rifle? Yeah, the pulse rifle. Uh, I guess I agree with you, too, is the um, plasma cutter or whatever it was called. It's just something interesting about that weapon. You can change um, how to aim it, either vertical or horizontal, to get the perfect um, shot. Hmm, what is that gun that's like the, um, you you get it, and then you upgrade it all the way, and every time it, like, forces out some sort of, um, like, wind at the opponent or whatever, it's like a force gun? Uh, I think it was in the first game. 
Uh, I really like that weapon a lot when you upgraded it to max, and I really like the line cutter as well because um, even though it's not useful for certain enemies like that pregnant fucking monster that's in Dead Space, oh. um, it's really good for just crowd control, which I really like. Um, so, line cutter, uh, this force gun, and I guess I like the flamethrower a little bit, you know, it's traditional, back to basics. Um, you see an enemy, you fry him, so, uh, I thought that gun was pretty good too, and most of the crafting from Dead Space 3, where you can actually put, like, all these attachments to your weapons and guns, I thought that was a very unique concept taken from that game. So, um, anyone else have any questions on this? Yeah, I, I thought that, um, really quickly, uh, before you let them go, that attachment you get where you have sort of the beam on the gun, it's like sort of a saber in Death Space 3, that was really cool to have. The nice melee right, That was in the movie. It was? Yeah, th that, that little, like, pulse rifle or whatever, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, regarding, like, Dead Space 3, I think one of, like, the big downsides of it, if I remember correctly, is that, like, you could use the ammo. Like, the ammo you would pick up would be for, like, every weapon, so you wouldn't have, like, specific ammo for the plasma cutter or for, like, the line gun and stuff in that. Sounds like they uh, made that a little I, bit casualized in my I, opinion. I can see that being a good thing and a bad thing. Like, it's a good thing that uh, you get ammo for all your weapons instead of just having one weapon being overburdened, you know, in terms of ammo, you know. But Universal time, ammo. Yeah, sir. Yeah, that. But at the same time, though, kind of sucks because um, you use up all the ammo for one gun. And it probably takes you overpower, it's... too, because you get a lot of ammo in the process. Yep. Well, it seemed like it just took away from, like, the survival horror aspect where they were trying to make it more of an action game. Almost definitely. Yeah, that seems like that was the direction it was taking with three. All right, so I think we can move on to question number three. Uh, I'll read this off. Do you have a favorite boss or necromorph type? List off any. Um, I uh, think I I liked how the hive mind looked and sort of the uh, what is that creature? He's like a giant. He has like these bladed arms and uh he's the regenerator uh yeah he looks pretty awesome and amazing i like his uh death scenes or whatever and i think the hive looks pretty good even though i hate that boss as a boss fight because he's way too easy um but yeah the reaper or whatever they call that regenerator thing he looks pretty cool and and i guess like some of the necromores like the um the way they look deformed and everything they look pretty sick so i will say they have some pretty good designs my favorites were probably the uh, those flying necromorphs that would go around and uh, attach to different uh, like dead bodies and oh, turn them the into necromorphs. Wombats. Yeah, the wombats. I I hated them, but I I like their I, the idea of them. But gameplay wise, I hate them. Um, and I also found the the whole the babies, and I think it was a dead space too. I found those really disturbing, but. Uh, you know, so I like them as an, uh, that as an idea, but uh, yeah, like that's another thing. Like gameplay wise, it's real; they're really annoying because they go up to you and explode. Uh, so you really have to be careful uh, in those segments. Anyone yeah, else? Anybody else have an opinion? Yeah, uh, for me, it was also the regenerator as a boss, and the uh, regular necromorphs were the brutes because they were just fucking ginormous, and the uh, they just had like a they look at fucking metal as hell also uh the babies 
the necromorph babies are it's a really ballsy design because you don't usually see like children enemies or babies as enemies to kill and stuff like that so it was really ballsy of them to put that in there and i was really glad so that i thought that was pretty cool yeah i also think the, okay. the regenerator one was kind of the most memorable for me too but uh another one was like the i think it was dead space 2 where it was like the one that had like different body parts that would break off and it was like really tall and stuff and like after you destroy certain parts the whole thing would just fall apart and it would start crawling after you and stuff and it made oh, really creepy that. noises yeah yeah i yeah, think was freaky <laughs> isn't that like the second boss i think I forgot what it was, but I know you fight him in like this engineering room, and uh, it's a pretty big area. Uh, so when you finally kill him, he like breaks apart. I do remember him though. Uh, I think the flamethrower was the best weapon against him, to be honest. If you went back to New Game Plus, because that's what I did. Do you remember that one enemy that like shoots like this thing at you? It's like it, it attaches to you, but it's also attached to it, and it can in instantly kill you. Uh, are you talking about those wall monsters that have the tentacles and if you get close to them, you die pretty much? Yeah, I think that's what are those? Wait, wait, are those the little things that uh, crawl around and they, um, if, if you're in this, like they can shoot at you and they have those tentacles, like, you know, I'm trying to think. Because I, I remember those are like a common enemy. But... Uh, like the, the tail things that had the... Maybe. Tell you what, I'll, I'll look for a picture of it and I'll post yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm chat. trying to remember. Like, yeah, it's been a like I have to see this. You might have to fact check, good sir. But, uh, uh yeah. anyways, does somebody else have anything to say? If not, we can move on to number four. Uh, yeah, yeah why not? So, uh, Chaos, could you read that off, please? Sure. Uh, Dead Space 1 and 2 had distinct had a distinctive quality to the pacing and atmosphere. However, Dead Space 3 went into a more action-heavy co-op focus, which lowered the quality for to some people. What surely made this game flawed to you, and what could they have fixed additionally to make it a better game? Um, I believe this was mentioned before, but I believe, at least for a survival horror game, the universal ammo thing is a mistake. They really needed to get uh, have it so you can only get ammo for certain guns, so... You know, and that, in my opinion, that makes certain situations more tense. Like if you don't have ammo for a certain type of weapon or if you need to uh, conserve ammo for uh, something that might be coming up in later on in the level. Uh, because when you have universal ammo, you already have all the ammo you need for each gun. So that kind of gets uh, gets rid of some of the um, some of the tenseness of the uh, of the game. Um, and. It it just kind of seemed like you know I I also didn't really like the direction in terms of the story they went with three I hadn't beaten it but it seems like they really like they tried to throw this kind of love triangle romance drama bullshit into the story and it really didn't fit uh, I don't know why they decided to do that uh, some I mean like other than that it wasn't too bad. Uh, I liked some of the things that they did, like, you know, the, for example, uh, people mentioned the crafting. That was a interesting idea. Um, the co-op wasn't bad, but it also kind of takes away from the tenseness as well, because then you have somebody else with you to help you out in some of the uh, single player in the single player missions. So, you know, I, it, as an idea, I like it, but it just for a horror game, it's probably not the best. Um, so some of the things I did in three, I really just think they should have scrapped like 
co-op, I, I, they either should have done some done it differently or just completely done away with it, in my opinion. Uh, gotten rid of the new Universal Ammo stuff uh, and probably taking the story in a different direction and not focus so heavily on the uh, on the love triangles, the love triangle stuff, because nobody really cared about that, I'm pretty sure. So what did y'all think about it, like being based on a planet instead of on like a space station or ship? I thought that, yeah, I should have mentioned, I thought that was a good idea too. Um, but, you know, it's just that the way that, that it was, you know, here's a few things. That, like one thing I can immediately think of they could have done to make everything that much more scary is that, you know, like you, you guys know how like in originally in Resident Evil 5, they had the idea where, you know, if you're out in the sun long enough, you uh, get dehydrated or something like that. So like if you're out in the cold long enough, maybe you get like hypothermia or you get some kind of, uh, you know, you get cold. You can't get too. you can't be out there too long. You get cold, something like that. Uh, that would have been interesting. I would have like if if I were doing the game, I would have done something like that. Where I think they did have work. like heat sources that you had to get to in time. Oh, I, did. I could be wrong, but I think that was part uh, of the deal. Yeah, it's been a while since I played the game, so I yeah, could be wrong me on too. That, but... And for like the DLC, I think the reason people liked that a lot more was that it went back to like being on a space station. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this is about Dead Space 2 is why I and how you could have made it better. Dead Space 3. Right. Uh, truthfully, truthfully, um, I haven't played much of Dead Space 3, though, but I would say at least have it more, have more atmosphere to it, though. I wouldn't mind a clock, though, if they actually done it where, like, most, like, at least half of the time or most of the time, the players are separated. And they need like both of them. Both players needs to like cooperate with each other to progress the story. Yeah, and, uh, I'm sure that would probably have been difficult to do, but I, it could have been promising if they actually put effort into it. Isn't it? Isn't the game also in general like easier than the second one, uh, Dead Space Three? I would I assume so, since you got two people. Yeah, um, not not so much because you had two people, but I think it was more because of the upgrade system and the fact that yeah. like ammo was for everybody. Or like for every gun, um, and I think one of the reasons they did that upgrade system is I think that was like one of the first EA games to include like microtransactions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just it, it seems like three. If they were to have continued the series, it I'm afraid it would have kept going uh, towards the you know kept going downhill because EA likes to implement their. Uh, those kinds of business practices in some of their games, like, you know, all these microtransactions, all this DLC. Uh, I feel like that if had the series, like, I'm not saying it shouldn't continue, but I feel like if it did, it would probably keep going down that path of just EA putting more and more of their bad business decisions into the game. <clears throat> or they would work on the next Battlefield game. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, they have done that. <laughs> for me, for Dead Space 3, what I think really fucked it up was like there was a shit ton of humanoid enemies and you, yeah. weren't, you weren't really down for killing humans you're like i want to fuck up necromorphs i don't want to you know fuck up humans so yeah, that's it, true. it ended up being like a call of duty game because you're just shooting you know people and i was like okay let me get to the aliens let me see cool shit and it just kind of dragged on and the uh, the whole having a companion thing was cool, I guess. I mean, because your companion would see shit that you don't see in certain areas, which was really cool. But, I mean, other than that, you just became fucking dumb. There wasn't really that many variety of uh, necromorphs, new ones. It was just more like human people 
some necromorphs, mostly human, and then that was it. Uh, for me personally, I only played Dead Space three a little but, yeah, bit, but it's pretty much okay. uh, I think. Um, Anybody else have anything to say about that? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I only played Dead Space three just a little bit, and personally, this is weird, but the guns felt like they lacked impact. They felt kind of weak in comparison to the guns in the uh, second and first game where they actually had some kickback to them. So uh, I think one thing they could fix is the guns, definitely the humanoid enemies, uh, because the aliens are a lot more interesting than fighting the humans. Um, and then maybe like some of the stuff that Carver was seeing that could have tied more into more story elements because that was very interesting of what they did. And I guess maybe, like, not have it so easy for the player to succeed because, obviously, if you're having a co-op game, you're going to want to focus on that adversity for both characters. Uh, how will they overcome this obstacle and how will you make it challenging? Uh, the one thing that Resident Evil 5 did was um, they just poured on the enemies left and right and they put you in new dangerous situations so if dead space didn't do that if dead space 3 didn't put you in a lot of uh situations that you didn't know what to do and uh overcome then that could have been an issue as the game dragged on like i said i only played like the first um beginning sequence so i definitely think they need to fix that gun impact and all the other stuff too yeah all right so i guess we should probably move on to number five Yes. Somebody wants to read that off. Back to real. All right. How did you feel about the decision for them to make Isaac Clark speak in this space to a three? To give my quick answer, it was the best decision they ever made because it made the character more um, relatable, I guess, or more feel more alive. Because it was just immediately it was kind of boring here and there, not having the character speak um, in certain interactions when other characters were talking. Because if it was me, I would like curse somebody out uh, in a certain situation. But you know, yeah, I think it was definitely the right decision. I would have to agree. Um, I I can see why people would like silent protagonists in some video games, especially games like the Elder Scrolls or Fallout, uh, because in those games you are really trying to play the role of the character, and you're not really, you know, you're trying to, uh, you pretty much are that character in those games you know but in dead space you are it feels more like you're playing as a guy and not just as you know you're trying to uh, it's it's not just yourself you know you, you're trying to uh play as yourself in that game uh so i i really think that was a good decision because it gives like brandon said it gave him more depth as a character and we got to know him uh, uh more as a character than we did when he was a silent protagonist because uh, before when he was in the first game, we only had characters, you know, pretty much telling us uh, who Isaac is as a person and not, you know, him himself uh, telling us anything. Yeah, uh, when I read that question, I actually forgot that he didn't speak in Dead Space 1. Yeah. But but uh, I think it I think it really helped Dead Space 2 because it had that kind of like the plot line of him and his like ex-girlfriend who was already dead and you knew he was like going crazy and stuff and starting to be like he was trying to like resist becoming a necromorph and stuff so i think it, it really helped the story as well uh yeah i don't think that death space 2 would have been as good as it was if they didn't have that story element of 
Isaac displaying his humanity um, because there's a lot of stuff he's going through. There was the stuff that he had with his girlfriend, that big, you know, jump scare that you had at the end of the first game where you find out that Nicole is dead. Uh, so I, I just don't think that him remaining silent would have helped the story uh, craft this whole oh, he's crazy, there's something going on in his mind, um, how will he get out of this situation? So, them making him talk was one of the best things ever, and I think that, again, Gunner, he did a great performance on Isaac Clark, making him his own, as well as putting um, what EA wanted out of that character, making him absolutely, you know, insane to see all this stuff happening, you know, you're surprised that he didn't break, so uh, I thought that was really interesting that they did that, and I'm glad they continued it for Dead Space 3. I think it was a good thing that he, uh, he started talking because you can kind of tell that he was kind of going nuts. And uh, there's a lot of when horror games, there's like this thing where there's characters that usually when something really scary or something happens, you, you don't hear anything. You don't say anything. So you kind of feel like, okay, usually in a situation, someone would scream like in silent Hill, they would talk, but like when shit happens, they would just ignore it and just walk past it. But uh, I like the fact that Gunner, his voice, you know, it really fit the character and having him freak out whenever you know fucked up shit was happening was really interesting to me and i, I really enjoyed that also let's not reference silent hill because those people they dig in toilets for a living so yeah that's, that's... <laughs> that's true I've, I've seen it <laughs> i've seen it so i i love that heather references that in three it's like who would do something so disgusting something like that she looks at a toilet She's like, it would do that. Yeah, even though that's diverging, I'm still never going to live that down, to be honest. Uh, so I guess we're on number six now. So who wants to read that off? I'll read it off, man. All right. Uh, what was the hardest Dead Space game you're in? Two. Ooh, I don't have to pee on this, but I guess two was harder. Two. I, I, I. Man, once you play like hardcore nightmare, whatever the fuck it is, I I was stuck on a section for a long time where there's like four or five babies, uh, like fucking prancing around, like shooting their fucking pacifiers at you and shit, and I could not beat it. I was like, man, you fucking child aborted assholes, why could I not <laughs> kick your alien asses? It's like, oh, it's so frustrating. But again, uh. There was one section where, especially the section where you're in the sort of, uh, it looks like a baby nursery or something. Uh, I had some trouble there too because of the. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, because of the little swarm of kids that like to slap the shit out of Isaac. I mean, I was like, come on, I, I, I don't know how to beat all these assholes because I don't have any ammo. Yeah, there's a section in the game where you like go through a nursery and then I think you're in some kind of an auditorium area. And there's a bunch of these fucking babies that are coming at you, like a swarm of them. Dude, there's and dozens. You're like on it, it, if you're on, like, Nightmare or something, you don't have, like, any ammo. So most of the time, I just sort of went maniac and I started, like, swinging my plasma cutter at them because I was like, fuck it, I don't, I don't have anything to fight them <laughs> with, so I might as well melee. I remember the, it, it, at least in Dead Space 2, the final boss is actually hard, um, which uh, I won't spoil it, but... uh. In in Dead Space 2, the final boss, like, I think you needed to upgrade the Javelin, and I didn't bother upgrading it, so if you didn't have a maxed out, like, completely upgraded, uh, upgraded Javelin, then you're kind of screwed on that final boss, from what I remember, um, and I tried to fight it without it, and I was on hard mode, 
and I couldn't do it. I was like, I seriously had to go in and lower the difficulty to normal to, to even beat that boss without using the uh, the javelin because everybody's like, you need to use the javelin, and I didn't have it, or I, I didn't have that weapon, and I was kind of screwed. So I was like, uh, I can't, I have to I have to lower the difficulty. It's too hard. Like, I can't do this. When not that considered to be a design flaw? If that's the case. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I just think it's. I would consider it to just be like incredibly difficult without having a we- a certain weapon. I don't know if that's exactly a design flaw. Is the javelin uh, a good gun? Because I I, I, I th- probably don't even have. I think to be I. Honest. I think I used it once or twice, and I remember it being really kind of. Uh, you know, maybe that's mm-hmm. why I didn't really upgrade it. I mean, like, oh, if a. you... Oh, sorry, Rick, go ahead. No, I just said that was a... Was a... Mm. I was saying, like, now, if you needed that particular weapon to beat the boss, and, like, it should at least give you, like, a little heads up or, like, a little hand. Yeah. If you can beat with, with other weapons, yeah, that's kind of an issue. I mean, you probably could, but I remember just being really, really hard without, you know... Uh, I, people said it's really hard without using that weapon. Something like that. Uh, if you have that weapon, it, it's pretty easy. I think I used like the was it the pulse gun that it would like leave mines and stuff. Yeah, you shoot at mines. I used that a lot on the last boss, I think. But like, I think Dead Space Two is like the only one that had like like real boss fights. I think, and I, I don't even remember like the first Dead Space being that hard. The, anyways, the first one had them, but the problem with that game, and this is why it's not that difficult, was because once you beat that boss or you get through an area in particular that you know about um once you go back to new game plus you pretty much don't have any sort of danger on your hands unless you have the the difficulty ramped up uh because on death space 2 there's certain areas you can get through um but you can't progress because they take the ammo away from you or you have to sort of melee your way out and you have limited saves too uh, so that is the problem with uh, Death Space 2. That's what makes it harder. There's more enemy density in certain areas, which is why the first one is a bit of a breeze because it doesn't have all of that. Right. Uh, I use the... Uh, in Death Space 2, if you had a save file for Death Space 1, you got like a better plasma cutter. So, you know, it's my favorite gun. The gun rocks, so I upgraded the shit out of it, and that's how I pretty much beat the game. But... um Let's, we're on number five, right? Or no, number six. Number the six. Boss was the hardest uh, game was the second one, of course, because you kind of got more uh, overrun. Like you got those kids that would be kind of quick and jump all over you and stuff. And you, it was kind of hard to hit because they were kind of quick. So, you know, they kind of threw more at you in that game and more stuff was going on, which was really cool. So I want to say Dead Space 2. Like I said, the first one, once you get through certain areas, there's not really much of a challenge if you know what you're doing. So uh, it happens a lot more in the first game than it does in the second. The second is a little bit more unpredictable, in my opinion. Yeah, Dead Space 2 is more relentless with enemies. Yeah, Dead Space 1, you know, all the bosses had a gimmick. Once you learned the gimmick, then it was pretty much child's play. Well, and Dead Space 1 was also a lot of backtracking, too, so you already were familiar with a bunch of the areas after you went through them once. Oh, of course, of course. I'm just saying, in general, when they decide to throw that new enemy um, in your direction, uh, you pretty much know what to do at that point, especially if you have, like, upgraded stasis, because you could just freeze the bastards. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to move on to the next question. Which one is that? Number seven. So, seven. Uh, Mr. Chaos, you want to read that all, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Dead Space lore. What did you think about the meta series of the story in general being expanded into books, movies, and side games? Overall, how do you feel about the lore of Dead Space? Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I don't really know too much about the lore itself. Like, I, I do remember certain things about the story, um, like the marker, the necromorphs, and all that. But, uh, you know, it, it, it is something that can easily be expanded upon, especially with, you know, the marker, like where it came from, stuff like that. Uh, and about the the Ishimura, uh, they did that with the movies, um, or the one of the movies. Um, but, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I haven't actually read the books, but I think it's good that they, there are books. So, you know, you can get more information about the universe. Um, so I, I think that's a, a good idea. But... Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, sorry, I didn't have, I didn't have anything else to say. I knew about the books and other stuff. The only thing I've pretty much seen were like the movies and whatnot that we all seen. Uh, but the books, no. But I'm not surprised that they have that because you, as you all know, Doom has uh, books with about their game, and that's where you learn the name of the uh, Doom guy, and he gets a name and you know a background. So I'm not. I thought really it was the Doom Slayer. That was his name. Yes. No, I think he had a different name. I don't know. I know. But uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm pretty sure i mean i haven't read anything or seen anything so i don't know too much about it but it's nice that they have it it means that they really cared about their franchise well until dead space 3 but yeah that's pretty much it did anybody play the wii game extraction extraction yeah. no I, I have it i haven't played it though that game is really it's good. on ps3 as well i think it i is. have it's it really good i think so the I sequel to that game is on ps3 and 360 what's it called um, and Nick, uh, God, right. and I can't even, dang it, I'm tired. Isn't that that puzzle game? Yeah, yes, I believe so. My no, there's like an iPad game too. Um, yeah, don't it's called that. Dead Space, which is actually really good. Uh, it, it follows, well, spoiler alert, it follows a female protagonist. Um, but you don't know that until like literally at the end of the game where something happens. But yeah, I suggest you check it out. Let's play or read a synopsis on it because it actually is pretty interesting. Extraction's uh, a lot of forgot, fun. I forgot. Yeah. Is it is it a prequel to two or after two? I don't remember. I think but it's a yeah, prequel to two. Because I know it came with the game if you uh, bought the collector's edition of two. Yeah. I'm talking about the iOS game, not the um. Oh. Uh, oh, I don't know them. Yeah. Well. In my opinion, I don't know way too much about the lore. Um, I know bits and pieces here or there. I did not complete Dead Space 3, which I need to do. But um, for what it's worth, I mean, it, it's interesting that they turned it into a meta series. Uh, because, I mean, you can always expand on this stuff with either prequels or sequels. So it's very good that they have this in play because if they decide to do a Dead Space 4 or if they decide to do more uh, movies because we recently saw Dead Space, I think it was Downfall, uh, and there's another movie as well called Afterlife. So that's pretty good that you just don't only have the games, you also have movies, comic books, um, more background material. Yeah, Aftermath, uh, my apologies. So uh, we're going to watch Aftermath pretty soon, but it's really good that 
they have all this in mind um, and you can sort of like make um, get more into the lore and sort of uh, enjoy it from there so I think that's pretty interesting I want to get more into it though which is on the next question so anyone else for this question I'll read that oh go ahead sorry no I, I was well, finished so is downfall the one where they like found the marker and stuff that was the, that yeah. was the issue was was it was about the, the Ishimura. they found the marker Ishimura. and brought it onto the Ishimura. it was oh, basically yeah. about like, what happened to the Ishimura. what happened before Isaac got there yeah, yeah. prequel I had to think about it because I know before they got on the Ishimura, there was this another there was another crew that got killed or something Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think that's also what downfall? the Wii game was about, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it takes place at the same time as uh, the Wii and PS3 game. Yeah. Like, virtually the same time. Yeah. I can read the next question if you want me to. Yeah, sure. All right. So, to add on to story and the overall threat of the marker, what else do you think they could do with the marker's presence in terms of a sequel? Turn towards Transformer. <laughs> um... I would just say maybe expand on the lore of the marker in general. Like, just uh, go from what we already know about it. Um, maybe, like, you know, I, I mean, I, I do like that, you know, I do think there should be a certain amount of mystery surrounding the marker, but I also think it's a good idea to um, maybe have it uh, be able to do other things than what we already know about it or just uh, maybe give it uh, some for whatever reason, give it some more of a more intimidating presence, I suppose. Maybe there's like a, some kind of like some a bigger, more badass form of the marker or something that can do more than a regular marker. I don't know. But uh, I I think um, because uh, the thing is, though, I think with um, um, with I, I think when Dead Space 3, I don't know if it's true, but they I think they got rid of all the markers. Um, but I don't know. So I'm not really sure what they could do with that. I think two ended where they had to like realize that there was like a bunch of them scattered around oh, okay. like everywhere. Um, yeah. But wasn't it two where they were like trying to build their own markers as well? It might have been. There, there's also the cult, the, the religion surrounded of, um, um, that has to do with the marker. So right. I don't know. At, it at it really of... depends. I mean, in the end of Dead Space 3, I'm the spoilers for Dead Space mm-hmm. 3. Uh, Isaac, he, he, I think he blows up like he's in a spaceship trying to get out and it blows up. And he, I think he's about to die, but they find him. But then when they realize that the marker has been being made in different planets, so they're in various different planets now instead of just the uh, where the people were. And oh. that's pretty much the big shocker. Like, oh man, there's markers everywhere now. You know, there's no stopping it. And then that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. So I think what they can do is they can try to, I guess, go to the different planets and try to, I guess, break, destroy them and see the different types of necromorphs they can do because they're going to be aliens on these planets and they're going to be like fucked up versions of the aliens because of the necromorph. So I think that would be an interesting for a sequel. It could be like a Dead Space meets Mass Effect. Exactly. Except uh, better. But uh, does anybody else have a thing to say about it? Is it safe? For spoilers uh, for just... Death Space 3? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'd just let be me, surprised. Let me say if it we... again. 
Shut yeah, up. go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say it against Renegade in here. Shut up, bastard. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, say, I haven't beat it, but I don't really care about spoilers, honestly. So I, I was going to say, uh, I guess maybe they can finally put that damn marker on Earth and show how much of a threat it is. Uh, because. Yeah, Mass Effect. I, well, I mean, you know how it is. Usually they go back to Earth. Uh, that's where they don't they want anything of... to go there at all. It's like yeah. they're trying to protect it so bad. So that yeah, feels like Mass Effect Three, where like the Reapers invade Earth and then they start fucking with all the planets. Yeah, so I would just like to see what will happen if um, all their efforts like sort of failed. You know, uh, they really, really want to protect Earth, and this happens, and everyone's fucked. Uh, so they try to fight their way out of it. So I, I think that would be um, an interesting concept, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Would it be better to like have a follow-up with Isaac or just have like a new character? I would stuff? like to see Isaac back, though. Maybe they could bring back him and Carver, or I don't know what they're going to do with that, but... Um, I guess they could sort of continue where they left off and maybe that could segue into inviting some new blood because if it's a yeah. fight for protecting Earth, I would imagine there's going to be new characters. So, um, maybe they can show us the side of the Earth colony or maybe they still have, uh, the Unitologists, uh, present on Earth because I'm pretty sure they have their own bases set up so they could do something like that. Right. I'd say ha having a new character in your franchise that's always been this certain character is always scary because you're always going to be afraid that you're going to fuck it up with a new person. Like people will be like, oh, I well, like Isaac a lot better. But if they're going to do something like that, I'd say that you'd play have a new character that's really good, has good personality. But the final boss has to be Isaac as a necromorph. That's all I have to say. You know, you have to have that to make it super epic. You're fighting you know, the person you played as before, super beefed pretty up pretty cool. Necromorph. That would uh, be fucking awesome. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that, because this is giving me Vietnam flashbacks about Forest of too. Oh, yeah. I mean, if... Well, in that game, I, I didn't like Heller over Mercer, so, then, you know, there you go. I, I already had that sort of disconnect of the characters. Um, but if they made the new character cool, then I wouldn't mind. It just depends on how they do the story. If it's written like shit, then I'm not going to like it. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's like some the new characters in like three, from what I remember, I didn't like most of them. I I did. I think it was Ellie from two, or like I forget what her name was. But uh, she she wasn't one, that like she was fine. I I didn't. I mean, I did like her in two, but like in three, in three? it's just yeah. like yeah, she's all fucking bitchy and everything, and it's like uh. <laughs> and then the new characters I didn't really care about from what I played of 3 it's I don't know so I feel like if Dead Space does introduce new characters I would hope that they would at least be well written because I think that was one of Dead Space 3's major problems is the writing in general wasn't that good so mm -hmm. I don't know okay but I think we can probably move on to uh, number was it number 8 uh, yeah number take a look oh, oh wait, wait. did we nine. already cover it it's number just, nine. Number okay. Nine. I can read that. Uh, all right. All right. So let me just check something real quick. All right. So the Death Space series has been dormant for quite some time now. What do you think Visceral Games needs to do to make Death Space 4 innovative to the modern masses? Um. Well, I, I guess update the mechanics, 
make it look superior graphically there's 4k there's HDR um, the consoles are moving into this whole uh, mid console cycle so uh, obviously they can take advantage of the graphics and make it look really good that space always looked really pristine and clean looking uh, even for a gritty knockdown survival horror game so I guess the graphics are going to be improved and some of the mechanics uh, as for everything else I mean uh, the story again I would like to see a continuation with Isaac and then lead into new characters um, but uh, that remains to be seen and everything else better gunplay better necromorph uh, creatures and please do not bring humans back just they, they don't they aren't fun gameplay wise at all so uh, keep yeah. those out um, I have a question in regards to this, though. Has uh, has Visceral mentioned them maybe doing a sequel at all or doing another game? No. Just they have not. apparently because I was on the Death Space Reddit, um, it was bits and pieces of information saying that, yeah, maybe we can revisit this in the future. Maybe we can do something like this. But for now, um, oh, Visceral so. is working on Star Wars and EA pretty much has them working on that. It's kind of a shame. Um, I actually came across this on the workers saying that, you know, due to like less than expected sales for Death Space Three, Death Space Four is canceled. But um, EA mm. uh, said otherwise, it's not canceled. So it's probably development production hell, but who knows? I, don't I just want EA getting their hands on it. Like yeah, that. yeah, like that's a red flag to me. Like I hope that if we do get another game in the series ea has very very little creative control over what uh what goes on for well aren't they yeah. the publishers yeah, yeah but publishers though but i mean that's kind yeah, of a ruin three though. right yeah yeah i can yeah, see that like, they stepped in and took over i feel like they were they had something to do with the whole three thing being more shoot bang shoot people you know type thing yeah that's I mean, that's what it's it's a pattern people. because with most ea games like you've seen this with mass effect too um, in the first Mass Effect game was very heavily an RPG. They still had like a lot of RPG elements, and there was a lot of exploration, planet exploration. Uh, in Mass Effect Two, a lot of that went out the window, and it pretty much went the same route as Dead Space in terms uh, of it just being a cover shooter. Credit, it did better. It was better all. It, it like I did like the gameplay. I think they did refine some things, but I feel like the whole intention was trying to have it compete with Gears. Two just improved on Fetish. everything overall, though. Yeah, yeah, but it took away some of the RPGs. It did take away, yeah. Like, it took away some of the things that I really liked about the first game, though. Yeah, maybe they can put those back, I guess. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's that's something that EA likes to do. They like to uh, make those games more action-oriented and kind of they don't really care about what uh, the original games did well. They're They're more interested in you know what's what's trending right now what's selling you know so i have a thought in terms of making it more like modern what if they did like a vr game mm. i don't know mm. I, I think that would be better suited for a spinoff to be honest like yeah they could do another extraction yeah like extraction VR. in vr would be yeah, absolutely that's nuts. yeah but as for a main game i would prefer if it was third person mm-hmm. have like a, a... I guess the the VR part be like, oh, if you get the collector's edition, you get this VR uh, version of this game, like fucking Extraction was. Ah, everyone loves but, uh, uh, pre-ordering, so maybe it could be some pre-order bonus. Yeah, 
But uh, for this, go ahead, go ahead. It could be like a like Star Wars Battlefront, and they also have Battlefront VR kind of thing. All right. But uh, for this question, I want to say uh, to make it better, to make Dead Space Four good, I want to say get the old team back together, because I think some of the people that used to work on Dead Space One and Two, they kind of went away. So you they gotta find a way to get them back. Yeah, some of the people that worked there, I think they went to other other places. Well, the fate of them, I, I don't know if they had layoffs or not, but um, I know that after Dead Space, they worked on uh, Battlefield Hardline, and that game was not that great from what I heard. And then they're working on this new Star Wars IP, which it remains to be seen. I mean, they have a good writer, which is Amy Henning, and she worked on the Uncharted series, but... Um, in terms of that game's quality, it remains to be seen. Hopefully, they improved uh, and they could take some of their experiences and assets from these games that they're making and they could put it to Death Space 4. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would hope that if they made a new game, you know, like you guys said, I, I think they, they really need to maybe refine some of the mechanics of the original game, but... um. You know, scrap fighting the human enemies, like some of the stuff they did in 3 that people really didn't care for. Like, uh, I don't really think there needs to be co-op. If you really want to put co-op in there, at least make it so that the co-op isn't so that it makes the game easier. You know, I I think that they need to at least be, uh, if you know, if you're going to have it in there, please just make it so it's not, it doesn't break the game, sort of. But, you know, yeah, definitely just take advantage of the modern hardware. Uh, at least in terms of the graphics. Um, maybe try to innovate in terms of some of the enemies, like have newer looking, you know, better, more grotesque looking necromorphs. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what you could do with the story as I haven't beaten three yet, but, uh, you know, and basically like what I would do is just kind of raise the stakes. Like it sounds like that's kind of what they did with three with there being markers everywhere. So I feel like they could definitely do something with that with four. So three definitely left it, the story pretty open. Or a sequel well like so my like personal opinion goes i feel like having that wide of a scope to where you want to make a game after it's been so long since there's been a dead space making one where it's like a mass effect thing where you have to go through all these different planets and stuff and destroy these markers might be a bad idea so i feel like if they went back to like an original dead space kind of feel to where you have this like focus story and you're in this one area and it's just, you know, hardcore survival horror. I feel like that would be the right way to go if they want to do a sequel to Dead Space at this point. It depends on how they implement that, like the getting rid of all the markers thing. Uh, it, you know, they they could do the thing where they go to each individual planet. I feel like that would kind of be, I don't know, I just feel like that would be sort of bad writing. You know, they could just have it where there's there's some kind of, like, you know, thing that will destroy all the markers simultaneously, something like that. They could easily do that. So like an art they just make it a suicide mission. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. There, I, there's a lot of different things they could do. I'm just thinking maybe they can have like maybe they could have a colony sort of thing going on where you're by yourself and there's no one there. And um yeah. it's something really important in this area. I mean, there could always be a MacGuffin in the story. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they did something to this effect if they wanted to keep it smaller scale. I mean, it can happen. Um but I wouldn't mind the whole um getting out into other areas 
it just depends. They have to do it right because um, the writing has to keep up with it as well as the gameplay and mechanics. And I think what a lot of people want is survival horror to come back and uh, have a resurgence, if you will, uh, to the video game landscape. So they have to keep everything contained to a, I want to say they don't want things to go overboard to a cartoony degree because we saw some of this in Dead Space 3 where, you know, people are rolling around getting, you know, surviving impossible odds. Uh, so they might want to scale it back a little bit more and see where all the horror lies. Mm -hmm. So I think with that, we can probably move on to uh, number 10. Okay, uh, uh, I can read that. Uh, who is your favorite character in the Dead Space franchise? Um, my answer is short, hands down, Isaac. I enjoy Isaac. I think he's a deep and complex character. I really love the fact that he had this sort of uh, paranoia, this sort of schizophrenia in the second game. Uh, so they fleshed that out rather well. And I think that uh, Dead Space 3 continued that trend with his relationship with other people. So uh, I thought that was pretty good to see. So I have to say Isaac. Uh, if I had a second, I guess I would say... Uh, Ellie in the second game, I really related to her. Um, I'm, I was kind of pretty pissed when she lost her eye, but she was pissed off about it, so I, I sort of loved their character and reaction. So I would have to say uh, Isaac and Ellie for the second game. I'm going to say the black guy in Dead Space 1. <laughs> Just because he's black? Just because he's black. He's the token <laughs> black guy. Yeah, pretty much. Huh? But uh, yeah, Isaac Clark. That's hands down Isaac Clark you're the best your stomps are the fucking best that fucking suit in the second game was fucking oh it was so good fucking Iron Man suit so Isaac I would pretty much have to agree yeah, with that um I pretty much have to agree with uh you know what Ren said Isaac and uh I, I did like Ellie in the second game so I don't know the Dead Space just doesn't have like the best selection of characters though I mean it's not a very character driven story. I mean, the most important character is probably Isaac. The rest are just kind of background characters. Oh, I did like Ellie. And like, I liked the fact that she actually lived through the end of Dead Space 2 because I was really expecting her to die at some point. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Because it made you feel like you actually accomplished something. And uh, yeah, I, it did feel like I, I did like that, you know, at least the. Um, I guess in over the course of or at least uh, off screen after Dead Space Two, like Isaac and Ellie did have like a relationship or something, but they never really expand on that. It's just like, oh well, they did, and then now she's gone. I guess I didn't really like how they put that in three, but it's like you know if if they would at, at least show us that you know like we didn't even get to see any of that. We're just told like, oh, this happened. I think she is in three, but it would be spoiled. Oh no, no, she is in three. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like they didn't show oh. any of that plot point at all. It's just like referenced, right? Yeah. But uh, does anybody else have anything to say about this question? Um, I think we can move on. Oh. Uh, all right. If you guys want, I can read the other one. The next one. All right. All right. Uh, what is your favorite moment in the Dead Space series? Mine is whenever in Dead Space 2, the first time you shot the window and everybody was flying out and you had to shoot the top thing. I think that, I thought that was cool. And uh, when you get shot into space and you have the, your little rocket boots 
and just being in space floating around in general was fucking awesome it just felt really good to be going from like uh object to object jumping around just free falling free floating i felt i felt like that shit was cool and uh they i feel like they did it right and i really feel like you know they did a really good job with that so kudos to them anyone else uh- uh, I, I don't really know if I have a particular favorite, like, standout moment in in the series. Uh, I I guess, like, you know, yeah, I guess, like Reaper said, I, I did like the, like, some of the zero gravity segments and the, the rocket boots. I think the zero gravity stuff did, you know, like, it, it made it a little, um, I, I like how there's no sound, they added the, you know, there's no sound, you can't hear anything. You know, because that is at least somewhat realistic. You wouldn't really be able to hear anything in space. So I, I did like that. Um, I, I like the regenerators. The first time you see them, that was uh, pre- it's pretty intense because you know they're they're a real threat because they regenerate and they're just a bastard to kill. So you know, I I I'd like that too. That was a pretty uh, frightening moment in the game. I really liked in Dead Space too when you went back to the Ishimura. I thought that was like a really cool moment, like super creepy as well. Oh yeah, that was freaking cool. Um, um good. I, I was just gonna say really quickly. My answer is very simplistic. Any moment in like zero G, it, it is very good because it's the way they present this to you. You know, when you're in zero gravity and you can do all this crazy stuff and it's slow. Uh, I really like that concept as well as you cannot stay out in space long because if you do, you will choke to death. And uh, they also added that sort of survival mechanic to um, Dead Space. So I really like those moments when you're in zero G and you have to fight to stay alive. And there's like necromorphs out there flying towards you in space. <laughs> I thought that was really, I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. I also really like like the. Uh... Is it like the chapel area? That's in Death Space 2, right? I think the Scientology so. area? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Church. That just whole, like, level was super creepy. So I don't know if there are, like, any environments that you all really like from the games. Um, I do... I, I'm going to have to say most of the Ishimura because it's just very fleshed out in terms of design and the looks. Um, the second game, outside of that, I, I don't think it, they had, like, too many memorable segments, except for the church and the whole creepy nursery rhyme thing they had going on with the, uh, you know, the place where the babies were. Uh, that was kind of spooky, to be honest, because it's like, you sort of don't expect them to, to go this far, but they do. Uh, and it's like, oh shit, well, uh, we're in this situation where we have to shoot these babies, so, Yeah. I'd, I'd have to agree with the Ishimura because every time you'd go to a different area, you'd feel like, okay, like you'd understand like, oh, this is where people ate. This is the cafeteria. Or this is where, you know, people slept and shit like that. And I felt like, I don't know, it felt really cool. It felt like, oh man, I'm invading, you know, an area because you didn't know anything at the time. So it was like, man, what happened here? People used to eat here. People used to sleep here. They used to do work here and shit like that. And just find, you know, fixing everything felt really cool to me. Yeah, I think my favorite, like, area in, like, the first Dead Space is, I think it's, there's, like, a big room, 
and there's like in the middle of it is like a transport ship and it's like firing its rockets and you have to like time whenever you go by it the rockets so that you don't like catch on fire and stuff and you're climbing oh, on yeah. like the rafters and whatnot i remember that you guys remember that one uh, part where you have to like uh, manually shoot at meteors in order to fix the machine to shoot by itself oh i hate I that part I hate it because I didn't know. Yeah, the cannon Mm -hmm. where you have to sort of uh, put them on the size of the uh, meteors, and if you didn't uh, in a fast enough time, what will happen is there will be these spikes on the planet that can run you over. And uh, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, man, how do I pass the segment without getting hit by the spikes? But then I realized that you have to do it really fast. Um, So, yeah, I I like the whole puzzle element as well in Dead Space. Uh, There's not enough of that in Dead Space 2 and 3, so uh, I would like to see that return as well. Um, You know, having puzzle elements in 0G would be really interesting. Also, um, there's one segment that I did like. It was that giant monster that sort of um, chases you to the point where, like, uh, it chases you all the way in space. Uh, there's this big segment in Death Space 2 where it happens and you sort of have to kill them with these explosives. I thought that was pretty cool, but I don't know the monster's name, so, uh, you might have to fact check that. I think it's the, the hunter. That's actually, like, so in the first Death Space, it's right after that scene with the cannon. You go, like, back up the elevator and, like, into the lobby and, like, the hallway back there and you run into it and you start running back the other way. Well, this monster was, like, he was being the regenerated one? No, um, it was a ball segment where you have the like Isaac's running and he he's running to the point where it's destroying the entire hole, and uh, he gets launched outside with the monster, and you have to kill it outside. Oh otherwise. yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, and when it kills you, uh, it actually is a reference to Death Space One, the box art, because Isaac's arm is like floating in midair, so uh, that's a cool reference. But yeah, that's what happens. Mm. I like the greenery, the area in the first game where you had to kill all the poison necromorphs, where oh, there's like grass area. Oh yeah, the uh, the little garden area, whatever. Yeah, yeah that that's really that's cool. what they were showing off in like that E3 demo thing, like before the game released. All right, so all right. let's move Questions on. Again? I think we're on number thirteen, so two more left. So, uh, I agree. Oh, real quick, though. Hmm? Actually, I have a question to add. If there was a mechanic that should add, what would it be? For uh, Death Space? Like, for me personally, I think, yeah, for Death Space. Hmm. For me personally, I think it should add Quick Turn for Resident Evil. Because hmm. to me, yeah. Death Space feels like a Resident Evil game. For me, it's a uh, dating sim. Add that oh. shit in there. <laughs> uh, mechanic. Uh, I would say. I have to think on this for third person shooters. Uh, maybe I wouldn't say cover because Death Space. I I think one of the problems that they are having is fighting human enemies. Uh, maybe more tossable weapons like grenades, stuff like that. Um, even though you have all this uh updated space stuff, I mean you can still use the you know typical stuff, flashbangs, to sort of try to get away out of a situation. Uh, obviously it should be limited. Um, and then I'm thinking like maybe have the bosses bigger in scale because a lot of video games now are doing this like god of war did this with the titans and uh so on and so forth we've seen this in shadow of the colossus so um just bigger scale boss fights that are larger than life seems to probably fit the whole death space motif like just imagine a giant 
bulbous mass of tentacles that you have to fight and it's like uh differing stages and you're this small little man uh fighting against it so i think that would be a really like cool idea what about like a hiding mechanic from like outlast or alien isolation um so are you talking about stuff like stealth i think just like hiding in a locker or something i don't know i that, I... that one that would be weird considering that you have a giant gun to defend yourself with. Maybe some stealth segments because I do remember in the first game, uh, not the first game, the second one actually, where you start out and Isaac is in the street jacket. So maybe they could have a section where uh, the beginning of the fourth game could be where you're sort of running away from the enemies in this segment and you have to hide from them. Uh, I know it would be a wasted mechanic because after you get the suit, obviously you don't have to use it anymore, but I think it would make that whole segment, um, very tense so they could do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be like a situational deal, like where you're like facing like the guy who can regenerate so you can't kill him or something like that. Yeah. It could be like, you don't have any armor, but there's a twist. You can actually like there's this big set piece about it and it's like oh shit when when am i going to get my power armor because i feel completely defenseless <clears throat> so i think that would be good um so i guess we can move on to question number 13 so mr brandon can you read that off please brandon i think he's that uh, yeah all right can you read 13 Okay, I have, have you um, played any, and what are your thoughts on them? Say that Personally, again, I haven't, out? so I'm going to pass you, it. You cut out. Oh, someone else got read the damn boy interference. Okay, I, I got it. So, uh, have you played any story DLC content? What is your take on them? Uh, no, I haven't played any. Uh, unfortunately, I heard about Severed. Um, and I think there's a DLC for the third game, if I'm not too mistaken, right? Um, where I think so. Yeah, I haven't played any of them. I seen a little bit of Severed where you play as a different survivor, so um, it looked pretty cool. But I haven't personally played it, so I have no opinion on it. I think Severed, like the only thing I know about it is just kind of short. It's like an hour or so. That's what I heard. Yeah. So but, what was Severed for? I don't remember that one. Death Space Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I played uh, Awakened, which is a little bit of it, which is the one for three. And that was pretty good because it was back on a ship and stuff. So it was a little bit like the first game. Mm. Uh, I don't know what the one is called for three, but I think that's where it sort of leaves that cliffhanger of Isaac and Carver. So uh, I haven't played them, but maybe in the future I'll get my hands on them eventually. Uh, but it is good to see different perspectives and uh, continuing story and DLC. So uh, they probably might do it for the fourth game as well. If there's a fourth game. Yeah, if. That's a big if. Anyone else have any opinions on the DLC? Nope. Nope, never played it, unfortunately. All right. Well, they had like a bunch of like extra suits and stuff, I remember, that you could buy for oh. the game. Oh yeah, I remember those. Uh, not story content, but I do remember uh, you can get differing suits for Isaac. I can't recall which is my favorite, but I'm going to have to fact check that while we move on to the next one. So, um, Someone read that off, please. That's number 14. I'll do it. Oh, unless you want to do a chaos. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, okay. 
Number 14, in closing, let's end off on a funny topic. Did you have any hilarious moments with the stomp mechanic and the ragdoll physics? Uh, I... I, I don't I can't really think of one, but yeah, I did kind of abuse the stomp. Like sometimes I'll just stomp the enemies just to just to stomp them. I like yeah. the uh, like the beginning of two where it's like you're in that I guess like hospital area or whatever, and you like you're using the kinesis ability to like grab the poles and like throw them in enemies and stuff and then pale them against the wall. I thought that was really oh, yeah, fun. That's right. Yeah, I did like how you could like use the kinesis to throw the bodies of enemies, uh, uh, throw them at other enemies, sort of just like the other necromorphs. Uh, that was pretty funny. You know, um, for me, I had a necromorph stuck to my foot. <laughs> like, it literally clipped on my foot, and I was carrying its body for like a good portion of the game. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my story there. Uh, for me, it was knowing that the uh, the little bats that would make dead bodies into necromorphs. That it, I what I did was I would stomp on the bodies that it would try to grab first, knowing that it was going to come up and having it just like look around like an idiot, and I just shot it down. <laughs> that was fun. All right, I think my most hilarious moment was uh, stomping a necromorph. I don't know which one it was I think it was the little uh weasel wombat whatever the fuck it looked like uh, I was trying to stomp him and then he went into a teleporter and died and when I stomped him I stomped him in midair but I went in the teleporter and I died as well so we both got pancaked on the ceiling I thought that was pretty great <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking oh. funny Oh, speaking of which, there's those, um, I don't remember if this was, which Dead Space this was, it might have been the first or the second one, but it had those, uh, there was that section with, like, uh, the, the, uh, if you stepped on a, a floor plate, like, it would, uh... It would kill you, yeah, that, that's Yeah, it would was. kill you, and, like, I think some of the, and I, I had kind of had fun with that, I think some of the enemies, there's some enemies that attack you there, and you can, like, lure them into that, and they'll just die. You can uh, push them into it as well, if you have a certain yeah. gun. But uh, I guess to end this off on a side question, I found my favorite suit. It is the Zealot suit because it's black, it's red, and it's fucking badass. I, I love this thing. Oh, yeah, that suit was cool. It had all the uh, marker designs on it. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have any uh, suit love for Isaac or we're going to close off here? No, oh, going once, going twice. Sold to the Necromorph Hooker. All right. So... <laughs> Um, we're gonna do our outros now. Uh, so, Mr. Brandon Williams, where can we find you, good sir? You can find him nowhere because he died. Pretty good. What's your outro, dude? Sorry, I'm having low technical issues here. Sorry. I can. Oh uh, yeah, you. I'm on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, if you can't hear me, just let me know. I can hear. You. All right. Well, Twitter, YouTube, Arcade Magic Five One Four. It's a special. All right, Mr. Journeyman John, where can we find you? I don't think you can hear us. Uh oh, JJ. Sorry, I had it muted. Journeyman John on YouTube and Twitter, and Journeyman John01 on Instagram. All right, cool. Mr. Reapers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on uh, 
Twitch and YouTube and Necromorph Pornhub on at Reapers two four zero. That's where you'll find me generally doing my stuff and talking to people and you know doing my thing. Mister Chaos. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Captain Chaos, and you can find me on YouTube by the same name with with a space between Captain Chaos. I mostly do a lot of Let's Play stuff and unboxings, reviews, stuff like that. So if you like that kind of thing, check me out. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at renoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. Uh, I will try to get this podcast uploaded as soon as possible, but uh, I, I had a lot of fun. So, um, unfortunately, I didn't play much of the Death Space story to see it through, but overall, we enjoyed the series. Hopefully, um, it comes back from the dead and they make another one. This is the TCP signing off. Hopefully you guys have a nice necromorph killing night and we will see you later in YouTube land. Take care. You gonna say goodbye guys? Damn. I thought you ended it. Nope. <laughs> oh man, later you're done. The but uh, yeah. It's all you, man. <laughs> the cold shoulder though. Oh, where are you? <laughs> I was too busy looking at the said necromorph. All right then. Thank you. That is where we're gonna end it. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs>